Steve, what would you do if you wanted to give someone a sign? Well, if I was God, I'd have someone walk naked and barefoot for three years. Is that what's going to happen in this episode? It sure is. This is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 182, Isaiah, chapters 13 through 23. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Isaiah is kind of a weird book. It is. I don't think it even makes much sense to try to review what we've had so far. We should just get into it. Okay. Chapter 13. God is angry, so he called all of his sanctified and mighty ones to destroy the earth. God's day is here, so everyone should howl. He will destroy everything. Ow, 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 ow! <laughs> everyone will be weak, and their hearts will melt. They will be afraid and in pain, like a woman in childbirth. Okay, he probably doesn't know what that is, really. No, but the next one might even be worse. Their faces will be on fire. Ouch. God's cruel day is coming. He'll kill all the sinners. The sun, moon, and stars will no longer produce light. God will shake the heavens and move the earth out of its place. Everyone who is found will be killed with a sword, along with whoever they're joined to. Their children will be dashed together while they watch, and their wives will be raped. God will force the Medes to dash the young men to pieces, and they won't have any pity on children infants, or babies. God will do to Babylon what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah, and it will never be inhabited again. He'll kill all its people, but leave the satyrs who will dance there, and dragons will lounge in their pleasant palaces. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to Isaiah, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. It's interesting that I think that the satyrs, you know, who are... These beasts, they're, they're usually, they're difficult to, to show without, they're, um, it's more pornographic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a picture here. Yeah, one. that one was tame, so I put it in. Okay. Kind of a goat-like creature. Mm-hmm, with scales and yeah. horns and... Sometimes they're called goat demons. Okay. Isaiah thought they were real. Ah. They and, and dragons. What are Medes? Oh, the Medes are a people who lived in uh, western Iraq. Okay. Mean Medes. I guess, that, I guess so. I guess that's why he's going to send them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chapter 14. God will again choose Israel as his favorite people. The Israelites will enslave those who had previously enslaved them. The children will be slaughtered for what their ancestors did. God will kill everyone in Babylon. He will trample the Assyrians under his foot. Out of the serpent's root will come a cockatrice, and from the cockatrice's fruit, a fiery flying serpent. Again with the serpents. These are actually seraphim. So why do I think seraphim and cherubims go together? They don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. The seraphim apparently are more like serpents, but then Isaiah in the, you know, our previous episode mm-hmm. had them with the six wings and stuff. Uh-huh, covering so up their private parts. So it's confusing, but they fly. And apparently it's the same word that was used back in Numbers chapter 21 when God sent... Biting snakes that biting killed people. Biting things that were actually called seraphim. Huh. 
Yeah, so so seraphim, the same word is used to describe the this whatever those serpents were in Numbers 21, mm-hmm. and here with the fiery flying serpents. And the cockatrice, is that a real thing? Oh, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a real thing. <laughs> okay. I mean, people thought it was. Uh-huh. I think Isaiah thought it was. Yeah. yeah. I guess if God inspired it, God thinks it is. Uh-huh, along with dragons and satyrs. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Chapter 15. Moab will howl. All their heads will be bald. And all their beards will be cut off. They will gird themselves with sackcloth. And everyone will weep and howl. The rivers of Demon will be full of blood. Because God will bring lions to eat those who escape from Moab. Again, I want to emphasize that I'm just confused here. What's happening when? But yeah. I don't think it, you can make it clear for me. I can't. But um, mm-hmm. Demon is a river in Moab. It's <laughs> the best I can do. <laughs> okay. And he's talking here about bad things are going to happen to Moab, yes. right? Yeah, it's uh, that, gonna, that I get. God's going to send lions. There's going to be so much blood that the rivers are going to flow with blood, I guess. Mm. Okay, well, let's keep going. Yeah. Chapter 16. Moab will howl for Moab. Everybody's howling. And look, oh, the next line, everyone will howl. Therefore, my bowels will sound like a harp for Moab. Moab will be destroyed along with most of its people. Yeah, he kind of said that before. These uh, little chapters here are very short. They're only like uh, six or eight verses, most of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just selecting a few verses just to kind of give the flavor of what's being talked about. Um, I'm not sure when verse 11, what that means. My bowels will sound like a harp for Moab. Well, it could be that the bowels are so painful for the person that they're going, oh. Yeah, but I think the person here that's speaking may be God. Oh. It's either either God or Isaiah. Are Isaiah's bowels going to sound like a harp? You know how sometimes your stomach makes noise? Oh, you're right. (laughs) Or it could be something else, you know, maybe... It could be flatulence or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That could be the harp. (laughs) (laughs) Your bowels are sounding like a harp. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's going to (laughs) happen. Chapter 17. Damascus will become a ruinous heap. Okay. Chapter 18. Woe to Ethiopia, the land of shadowing wings. God will feed them to the birds and the beasts. The birds will feed on them in the summer and the beasts in the winter. Chapter 19, God will travel to Egypt on a swift cloud, and the heart of Egypt will melt. When he arrives, he'll force the Egyptians to fight each other and give them to a cruel lord and fierce king who will rule over them. The Nile River will dry up. The fish will die. God will send them a perverse spirit, making them like drunken men who fall in their own vomit. That's pleasant. Mm Mm-hmm. Egypt will be like a woman who shakes with fear as God shakes his hand over it. He will smite and then heal Egypt, and they will return to him. Oh, a happy ending. Yep. Chapter 20. God said to Isaiah, Take off the sackcloth from your loins and your shoes from your feet. So Isaiah did that, walking naked and barefoot. God said, 
Isaiah walked naked and barefoot for three years as a sign and a wonder. Well, that sign would be clear to me if I was back then and I saw Isaiah walking naked and really? barefoot. How no. <laughs> You're being sarcastic. <laughs> I am. Yeah. No, I don't know how anybody would understand the meaning of this. Kind of a streaker, right? Just a guy yeah. walking around naked. But that's supposed to mean, as God explains in verse 4, mm-hmm. so the king of Assyria will lead Egyptian and Ethiopian prisoners naked and barefoot with their buttocks uncovered. So, so you see how that's that going to work? <laughs> Not really, but I would like to talk about it. So is Isaiah going to be walking around naked and barefoot at the same time as the king of Assyria leads the prisoners naked and barefoot? What does all that mean? I don't think so. I think he's going to walk around for three years naked and barefoot. Isaiah. For uh-huh. sure. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be a sign of what's going to come. It's showing what's going to happen. Okay, bad stuff. People are going to be walking around naked. Well, the king of Assyria Mm -hmm. is going to make the Egyptian and Ethiopian prisoners naked. He's going to expose their buttocks. Oh. And so that's what Isaiah walking around naked is supposed to show to the people. Okay, so there's going to be a time of embarrassment. Well, yeah. So when people see Isaiah walking around, they'll they'll say to themselves, Oh, I get it. What what this means Uh is that the king of Assyria is going to lead the the soldiers of the e- Egypt and Ethiopia, he's going to make them naked and they're going to walk around naked and be embarrassed. Okay. And so that'll be clear to everybody. Yes. It's like see. back in, uh, remember in First Samuel when, when Saul chopped up the oxen and he sent pieces of the oxen to all the oh, different yes, tribes? Oh, yes, yes. And everybody knew right away, okay, we're going to have a war and we'll, we'll come in <laughs> and fight the war. And then they did the same thing with the concubines, body parts, and, and yep. uh, judges. They had to do something. They knew they had to do something. It was clear. The message was clear. And they knew what they were going to do. Right away. And I think it's the same thing here. People knew. Okay. Sometimes I think people just don't understand today. You know, if you had a (laughs) sign like that, if I were to walk around uh, naked naked and barefoot, barefoot, nobody would know what what God was trying to say. But in this case, it was clear. Yeah. I would know that there's something really wrong with you if you're going (laughs) to walk around barefoot and naked. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) All right, chapter 21. My loins are filled with pain like a woman in childbirth. I was dismayed at the sight of it. Yeah, I think this is Isaiah talking. So he's having pain in his private parts? I think he's seeing, you know, all these horrible things are going to happen, and it's affecting him so much that it's kind of upsetting him. Yeah. (laughs) In a weird way. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, chapter 22. On that day, God told you to weep, pull out your hair, and put on sackcloth. But instead, you celebrated by eating and drinking and saying, Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. That is a famous line. It is. Always usually let us eat, drink, and be merry. Yes. For tomorrow we die. Okay. But I heard God say, I'll never forgive them for this. God will toss you like a ball and you'll die. Okay. Chapter 23. Howl, ye ships of Tarshish. Howl, ye inhabitants of the isle. At the end of 70 years, Tyre will sing like a harlot, and God will visit her, and she will fornicate with all the kingdoms of the world. But she won't receive payment for her services. That money will go to God's people to buy food and durable clothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
so that they don't have to walk around naked for three years. I guess so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. It's a wonderful book, isn't it, Isaiah? It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're only a third done. Oh, yeah. all right. But we can do this. We, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've done worse. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure we have. <laughs> you know, I've, I often say that Ecclesiastes is the best book in the Bible. Uh-huh. But what is the worst book in the Bible? That's a more difficult question. Yeah. We'll probably have a better sense of that at the end I of the I think so, especially since the end of the Bible is going to be one of the candidates. Right? Yes, it is. Revelation. Yep. <laughs> the worst book of the Bible will be revealed to us in Revelation. I think so, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks listeners for sticking with us. And Steve, thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye.